0: I'm going to make
1: this place your home. Good morning. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review on AM 1560, FM 977. KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com with your host Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker. Consistently ranked as one of the best in the business nationwide, Lori's been selling real estate in Kern County for over three decades, during which time she's successfully helped over 11,000 families meet their real estate needs. So if you're thinking of buying or selling, there's no better choice than the McCarty Group. Working with an expert makes the process easy, and puts more money in your pocket. Call her at 661 665 SOLD. That's 661 665 7653. And she or one of her team will be delighted to help you and let them make you their next success story. And with that, good morning, Lori.
2: Good morning, Adelaide. How's your weekend going?
1: It's, you know, what's really strange It's they're always too short. Of if I course. can just, no matter summer, winter, whatever it is. It's like, oh my gosh!
2: I know it would be great if weekends would be five days long and
1: work week would be two, right? <laughs> they should be. Let's work on that, please. <laughs> so, how's your uh, weekend been?
2: Oh, it's been great. Lots of showings and multiple offers. That's what I'm all about. Yes. Um, but after the show, I'm planning on stopping by the Tehachapi Apple Festival. Um, it's going on until four o'clock today. And I can't mm. wait to pick up some locally grown apples and some homemade apple pie. Yum! Yes. Shoot, maybe even I'll try the apple nachos that have been causing quite a stir up there. Oh, my
1: goodness. Apple nachos. What are those? Well,
2: based off of their website, it sounds like it's slices of apples with caramel drizzled on top, and chocolate chips. But, of course, I'll have to order them to be sure, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you will have to try those and report back. They sound good. And uh, I actually see a familiar face in the studio with us today. Who are we speaking with?
2: This morning we have Chris O'Donnell, owner of Selling Image Bakersfield, returning for a second episode. We're going to be talking to him all about getting your home picture perfect, right, ready for Mm. your close-up. Um, But before we jump into that topic, I really want to take a minute and talk a little bit about home buyer love letters. Uh, Those are the letters that buyers uh, write to the prospective sellers of the homes they're trying to purchase. Um, And with real estate being so competitive for buyers right now, buyers have really focused heavily on writing these love letters to the sellers. In them, they might highlight um, how much they adore the home, that they might have a son who would love playing in the backyard, or two cats that would enjoy basking in the natural light that pours into the home. Some of these things... um, these letters really are becoming a practice that many agents are now starting to encourage buyers not to do
1: hmm so wait why is that it seems harmless enough and wouldn't it give the buyers an upper hand
2: well the concern is that it can be a risky practice while it might not give buyers an advantage it at, at all these letters can reveal pieces of information about a buyer um, that really shouldn't be considered by a seller when choosing among competing offers. Um, Honestly, you don't want a seller basing their decision on a particular buyer's race or color, religion, sex, sexual orientation, national origin, marital status, or familial status, because all of those are discriminatory categories. Mm. All risk management companies or experts really want the buyers to have a level playing field and for sellers to only decide offers based on the terms and conditions of the offer itself, right? Based mm. solely on numbers, not on any emotions that could be triggered by these letters.
1: Mm, okay. So I see how it could be pro- problematic. Is the practice of buyers writing letters to the sellers legal? Well, currently
2: in California, it is legal, Um But interestingly enough, that's not the case in the United States as a whole. Oregon recently banned home buyer love letters. And starting uh, January of 2022, buyers and sellers can't communicate in any way that will reveal the buyer's race, skin color, sex, religion, sexual orientation, nationality, familial status, or marital status. And I suspect that Oregon's move could just be the first domino to fall. Mm -hmm. I think really, knowing California's politics, it's only going to be a matter of time before California and other states uh, follow suit. Mm -hmm. Um, Already, the California Association of Realtors has released guidelines for buyer interest letters, and the guide warns that these love letters can be problematic for the same reasons I mentioned before. Uh, The guidelines go as far as telling sellers (coughs) to discourage these love letters, and they state that sellers who want to avoid even the appearance of impropriety and avoid any risk associated with unconscious bias can instruct their agent in writing not to present such letters or not to present any offer that is accompanied by such a letter. Hmm. Now... I'm conflicted because honestly, you know, having, being old, having sold real estate for many years, um, I feel like it is the seller's right to choose whatever buyer they want. Hmm. Um, I can see how there can be unconscious bias when there is one of these love letters. Um, But the guidelines do state that overall, it is best for buyers, sellers, and real estate agents to do away with this practice of love letters Hmm. because it opens the door to unnecessary problems. And the belief is it truly doesn't help buyers. I can tell you, though, I have seen sellers swayed by a particularly emotional letter. Hmm. Oh, they have a family that we've raised our family here. We want a family that has children to enjoy our big backyard and have the same emotions that we had so i can i can see yeah. both sides of it
1: and i feel like we've talked about writing letters before Mm -hmm. we have and i wish i had guidelines back in high school writing love letters
2: (laughs) wouldn't that have been (laughs) great (laughs) maybe it could have helped you out in your love life before
1: yeah before blocking on social media yes exactly (laughs) long before
2: that but enough talk about these love letters let's move on to talking with our guest chris o'donnell i'm really excited to have chris back on the show today and to share with all of our listeners how to get their homes ready to be picture-perfect for their listing. So good morning, Chris. Thanks so much for coming back on the show. Good morning. My pleasure.
0: Great. Honored to be here. Um,
2: So for those who missed our first episode, um, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Well, my name's Chris. I've been doing real estate photography since 2016, I think. So it's a while now. I won't do the math because I don't want to be embarrassed, but it's it's been a little while. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's great. I love it. And, uh, business has grown and business has been great thanks to great people like yourself. And, uh, yeah, so I have a partner now in my business, Graham, who does most of the photography. I do most of the, the background work, the back end stuff. And so it's wonderful. Yeah.
2: Great. How did you get started in real estate photography? What drew you to that aspect of photography?
0: You know, it kind of, it, it happened by accident, like a lot of, the, it just happened by accident. And, uh, well, you know, actually, I think last time we chatted, I, I kind of told you the nuts and bolts of it, but there's a, a kind of a funnier background story to it that when I was like maybe 13 or 14 years old, and we is when my folks and I first moved to Bakersfield, the real estate agent that they mm-hmm. had at the time I rode my bike a lot and I always had a camera, and so I rode, rode all over town. And she suggested, "Hey, you should ride your bike around and take pictures of real estate listings for photographers." It was back when the MLS uh-huh. was a book once uh-huh. a week, and she said, "She goes, I'd pay you twenty bucks if you'd handle all that for me." Wow! And so I, I didn't do it. I probably should have at the time. I didn't do it, but it always stuck in my mind, mm-hmm. and and so I think that played a big part in it. It's it's funny. I I. She's a client of mine now. And so I recently, I I told her about that, and so it's kind of funny.
2: Oh, that's great. I love that. Um, So for people who would want to reach out to you and get in touch with you, um, tell them how they can do that.
0: My website's probably the easiest way. You can go to just sellingimage.com, simple, spelled like it it ordinarily would be, or they can call, of course, 661-525-3025. And uh, that number rings through. We use a a system that it rings through to both my phone and Graham's phone. And so generally, one of us is available to answer. And so, yeah, you can call, text, uh, click, however you want to do it. Perfect.
2: That's a great introduction. And let's give our listeners a a minute to freshen up their coffee uh, or grab a quick bite. And then when we come back, I want to get into the nitty gritty of prepping your home for its photo shoot. Does that sound like a plan? It sounds like a plan. Great. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors. Here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR and streaming
1: live on KNZR.com. And to reach Lori, you can call her or her team anytime at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or you can go to her website at themccartygroup.com where you can tour all the properties available in Kern County from the comfort of your couch. Request an in-person tour, find out the value of your home, and see the McCarty Group's success stories. Ranked number 8 in North America for Coldwell Banker and the only local to be listed in the Wall Street Journal's Top 100 Agents for 2021, she is truly an expert in her field. Her desire, as well as that of her team, is to not only achieve their clients' goals, but to exceed their expectations. So let them do just that. And we'll be right back with the Kern County Real Estate Review here on KNZR.
3: Hey, you confused about real estate? Sean Hannity here, and I can tell you as an active real estate investor, well, just like the stock market, it can go up one day and down the next. Home values and sales, they fluctuate on a dime. Now, even though I bought and sold homes for years all across this great country, one thing I will always do is partner with a sharp real estate agent that truly studies local and national market trends, that knows the real value of homes, and most importantly, knows how to generate demand regardless of the market. And the good news is you have a truly amazing agent right in your backyard. I'm talking about Lori McCarty of Coldwell Banker. She has an amazing team working for her that doesn't miss a single detail. Her system is so bulletproof, well, she can create demand for your home at a deadline that you agree to or she will buy it herself. Now, real estate doesn't have to be frustrating or scary. Call Lori McCarty today at 665-SOLD. That's 665-SOLD. Online, themccartygroup.com. That's the themccartygroup.com. Go there and you can start packing. And we're back this morning
1: with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR and streaming live on kncr.com. And if you're thinking about selling but need to make some renovations first, you'll want to contact Lori to find out about her amazing new program designed to help sellers get their home ready to sell. It's called the McCarty Line of Convenience, or MLOC. This program allows sellers to tap into up to $10,000 for renovations and repairs. There's no interest or fees associated with the MLOC. It's simply paid back at the close of escrow. Call 661-665-SOLD, that's 661-665-7653, to see if you qualify for this exclusive new program designed to help maximize your selling price. And if you're just tuning in, we're continuing our conversation with today's guest, Chris O'Donnell, owner of Selling Image Bakersfield.
2: So Chris, for our listeners who aren't familiar with your business, Tell us what types
0: of photography that you do for real estate. Basically, uh, anything you can you can think of is you know to do with real estate. Um, we try not to take pictures of people. But, uh, <laughs> I know that just
2: fascinates <laughs> me. But. <laughs> but
0: other than that, as far as real estate goes, you know we do standard photography. We have drone, so we do drone photography as well. Videography, so we do uh, walkthroughs, cinematic style videos set to music. Um, virtual staging where we uh, take empty rooms and put furniture in them, um, even to the point of, like, renovation. I won't say renovation, but, you know, if a room's cluttered, we can remove the stuff from the room and then restage it with, with other furniture. Uh, twilight photography, pretty much anything you can think of if it comes to a house.
2: Well, you also do the, the 3D video Tours oh, of as well. Yeah, of course. This right? has been a huge thing. Thank yeah. you. Know.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, a huge thing lately, especially with uh, the recent um, health crisis. We've uh, yeah really gotten into doing uh, Matterport tours, which is, mm-hmm. I think is probably the most popular of the 3D tours, and then also Zillow tours, which are hugely popular. Which, uh, as you know, they, they do a lot of a lot of good things for you on Zillow.
2: Absolutely. And, so and then you also have the ability to provide floor plans, right?
0: Yeah, that's something not, that we've we've been doing more and more lately. It's kind of a growing part of our business and uh, with with technological advances it's become a lot easier, a lot quicker. Where you, it, you there was a time when it would take a couple hours to right. shoot a floor plan and now it can be done in, you know, as little as 15 minutes.
2: Oh, that's so, great. Yeah, yeah. Technology's wonderful when it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i know all photographers seem to have their own aesthetic and style when it comes to photography um do you have a particular style
0: yeah yeah i do i well yes i think especially when it comes to to architectural and interiors work style becomes like really a, a critical part of it mm-hmm. and i think that 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 does play into real estate to an extent also but i think uh, m- more more importantly about real estate photography is it's it's almost a tool. It's a tool for you mm-hmm. to be able to to display the property to potential buyers and and, and show them what the house really is. And so I, I think a style that I might like to employ artistically may not be appropriate to all the time. And okay. and so when I when I'm photographing a house, of course I want to make the most beautiful picture I can. But I also have to remember that it's, it's still a utility, it's still a tool, and not to get too carried away with that. Right. You know
2: what I mean? And so when you are uh, photographing a, a home for, for sale, um, <clears throat> do you have a, a method that you, you employ in going through that home that you, you take pretty much every single time a way that you, that you photograph it?
0: Well, yes, yeah, a, a routine. A it's, routine. It's, it's more of a routine, and, and not to make it sound too unartistic or creative, but it's more than anything. It's so you don't forget things, you okay? Know? And so you do things in a certain order. But I, the way I look at, at photographing any house, I think is is uh, you may not like this part of it, but I want the the homeowner when they when you send them the photos after I've taken a, them to look at the the photos and say. Why am I selling this house well, and they do all the time no I, I love it, that well so that's what I that, that's kind of my goal you know I again going back to the fact that it's it's a utility mm-hmm. yes true mm-hmm. but I also want it to be something that that I can, I guess romantically I want the homeowner to take those away those photos with them mm-hmm. At, mm-hmm. through their life and and be able to look back on it. And have it be a fond memory, like a like a portrait or something. Absolutely, you know, of their past.
2: I can't tell you how many of our clients have said, "Oh my gosh, I I had no idea my home looked this beautiful." <laughs> I mean, really. Um, and that to me, it just does my heart great. It really does. It it makes me feel good that we've been able through you to give them that joy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so. I have a strong opinion about this um, and I'm sure you already know what my answer is, but do you find that the quality of the real estate photos plays a crucial role in the real estate transaction? I mean, do you think simple iPhone photos are acceptable in the real estate market now when properties are
0: selling so quickly i don't I don't think that that iPhone photos are acceptable now. <laughs> I think that that uh, even with the you know the the technological advances of, of of iPhone cameras, no, I think, and especially if you, I I think Zillow is almost like a, a dating app for homes. Uh-huh. You know, like uh-huh. people aren't swiping light right and left, but they're just flicking through the the photos so quickly. That they'll dismiss a home that they may may actually love if they were to look at it, just because they don't like the front photo. They just flick through it, just just, and so I think yeah, I, and I mean not to mention the the figures back it up that I don't know what they are exactly now, but it's high ninety percent
3: absolutely of
0: home searches start online, and so I think if you if if it's not a, a great photo right off the bat, I think you're missing. Missing most of your opportunities for sales.
2: I agree 100%. I, my philosophy is if your listing agent starts taking photos with their iPhone, instead of hiring a professional, you should run. Right? <laughs> say, no, 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 no. I, please let me out of this agreement now. <laughs> um, because, and my philosophy again, is it doesn't really matter what price point you're in. And it doesn't matter what how great this market is. Photos make all the difference in the world because buyers do start their search online and yes, you may get an offer right away, even with those iPhone photos, but you could have had twenty with professional photos driving that price up.
0: And I, I think maybe even even you know, a lot of People think only in nicer homes is it appropriate. I think maybe that's it's the opposite of Absolutely. the Absolutely. Because I think in in you know entry uh, level homes you've got a lot more potential buyers that you're mm-hmm. trying to reach, and and a lot more competition with other homes on the market. And and I, th- I think it becomes even more critical with right. with lower cost homes.
2: I I would agree. So typically speaking, how long is a photo session? Uh, for you with a with one of our properties,
0: you know, typically I'd say it's it's an hour and a half, you know, de- it, but again it depends on what all you're doing, you know, with so many different services that we can offer now, you know, with like with your standard package it can be you know two hours up mm-hmm. to two hours because um, we do you know for you we usually do all the photos and then a lot of times we do aerial photos and then the Zillow tours and stuff and so that can run into two hours. Well, just recently we did. The big one for you up uh, mm-hmm. near Isabella, and I think I was on site there for five and a half hours. Right. So with, right. with video and all that. But, you know, a safe bet for people that are scheduling is going to be an hour and a half to two hours. Right.
2: Um, so can you talk to us about the importance of each part of the house? Like what atmosphere are you trying to portray in the photo when it comes to the living room or the kitchen or bathrooms or bedrooms?
0: Yeah, you know, I I, I kind of take them all. This I I I think the house creates its own atmosphere. Okay. And so I kind of I, I try and let that happen, uh, not to overdo or underdo any particular area. Like mm-hmm. if if a house has a great kitchen, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a lot more time working on that kitchen and and being a lot more thoughtful about it and 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 really trying to to bring that part to life. You know, the the house has a ha, it has its own atmosphere. It has its own its own life. And so I kind of just try and and take each section and 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 let it shine for itself, you know as as just bring that to the surface if I can.
2: That's a great way to put it. I hadn't thought about it that way, but you're you're absolutely right. In the photos that you take, you allow um, the personality of the home and the character of the home to come through through the photos that you you as you represent the home. Well, I hope you. Right.
0: I think, you know, the, 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 in the beginning, the architect had a story to tell and then, you know, the builder had a story to tell and then the homeowner has a story to tell in that house. And I, I don't feel like it's my place to really kind of change that story. It's just to, to try and, you know, put it on a, well, now to try to put it on a phone or a screen <laughs> or, or whatever, you know? Right.
2: You know, one of the things I love, and I think you're the first photographer I saw, uh, do this is that front door partially open shot Oh yeah. um i think you sort of pioneered that in this area and i i love that that as you are it's it's sort of that peek into the the interior of the home and yeah it just it it really it, it is a shot that i think um really excites you as you're you know ooh here we go me yeah. i'm glad you
0: like that yeah yeah I feel like it's the, the welcome shot. And Absolutely. It's, before I ever photographed a, a house professionally, I've, I came up with that shot just when I was learning, you know, at, at home, I came up with that shot. And so, yeah, so I'm glad you like it. Yeah, it's nice. I love it.
2: I love it. So <clears throat> for our homeowners, what are some practical tips that you can give them um,
0: as they prepare for a
2: photo shoot?
0: clean clean yeah clean and and declutter okay. you know I actually I, uh, I have a separate part of my website that's specifically f- about that mm-hmm. I mean there's just so many things to list like but uh, it's at homeowners like plural homeowners dot selling dot com and you know anybody's free to to go and utilize it to their heart's content but it's just you know mainly the whole thing is just about cleaning decluttering um, you know some people believe in depersonalizing. I I don't completely. I think some is probably good for a lot of people that have a lot of personal items. But mm-hmm. um you know, I think it's all right to leave some life in a in, in your house. But mainly if uh, if you have any question in your mind about whether it's clean enough or not, it's probably not. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> and yet some people think, Oh, but it's just photos. You're you're not gonna see if it's spick
0: and span in there. Oh, you can see it. You can okay. see it. And then also keep in mind that it's forever. Like you can go back on, on, on some of the realty websites and you can look at every photo that was ever taken of that house for mm-hmm. real estate. And mm-hmm. so, so, you know, keep in mind that, that people are going to be going back and looking at this stuff through history. So, so do your home justice and, uh, and show it some extra attention.
2: Okay, great. Um, So, I think that um, we have seen with uh, COVID that buyers now tend to care just as much about the backyard as they do about the interior because they've been spending so much time at home. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, realistically, the backyard is now viewed as another room, Um, Mm -hmm. and so... Do you think that there's anything special that sellers should do to prep the exterior or their backyard uh, for their photo shoot?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think probably my my biggest thing would be would be like animal st- dog stuff. You know, okay. like dog toys, dog bowls, um, other dog things that happen. Um, also, like the things dogs can do to landscape. I loved, I, and I love customers dogs especially um but a lot of times they can really hurt the look of a backyard
2: mm, um, mm-hmm. just by
0: the things that they you know just the things that come along with having you know having pets and so i think cleaning up cleaning up animal stuff is, is probably the biggest thing you can do um you know spraying things off is nice but do it the day before oh there's a lot it of times day. the the it'll get splotchy the, the you'll concrete, have water you'll have water in some remaining. areas and not in others and it I think that, like, well, it's not really a distraction. Every distraction adds up. And so so it's good to keep those things to a minimum. And so clean up the day before. Get it nice and clean the day before. And, um, you know, like we had that big storm the other last week. Oh, yeah. And uh, and so, you know, blow off that morning or something like that. But don't spray off that morning. Mm. Okay. Um, pools, you know, keep your pool nice and clean and... and yeah, I'd say Clean that. and not green.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what exactly. I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah precisely.
1: <Yep. laughs> and uh, Lori, I have a question for you and, and Chris, because I'm thinking, you know, you talk about preparing it, preparing the home for the pictures, but then in the whole process of this, before you even put your home for sale, you want to have this all dialed in because I've seen listings, hey, brand new listing today, but it's just the stock Google photo and you're kind of turned off by it as a buyer. So there should be some prepping and planning to to launch the sale of the home with the pictures in place.
2: Oh, absolutely, right? absolutely.
1: Okay, because I'm thinking people don't think about that too. Because when you see a stock photo or photos that were from the previous listing uh-huh. twenty years ago, uh-huh. you're kind of like, "Uh, I probably I'm not going to save this as a favorite. I'm going to move on."
2: Right, and and that's that's basically what we're talking about is that my philosophy has always been you have one opportunity to make a great first impression Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and with the limited inventory that is out there um buyers and buyers agents are really keeping a close eye on the hot sheet or the new property list so as and with the many different Sites like Zillow and Realtor.com and Redfin and gosh, there's a whole host of them that consumers can put their likes into and that send automatic notices to these consumers. When a new property comes on the market, it needs to have the new photos. It needs to have a great description. It needs to be everything that that property is. And so... If you launch without the photos, without um, the description, and you just haphazardly put it in there, I think you're doing your sellers a disservice. Um, and I've seen that happen many a time, that the listing goes in, and then, you know, two hours later, the photos go in, and t- three hours later, the description gets put in, and um, and technology being what it is, algorithms being what they are, it will search for anything that is related to that address, and it will pull up the old photos. Uh, and, yeah, it, it, it just it puts the property in a bad light.
0: Um, okay, yeah. So they just dismiss it immediately. Absolutely. Because it comes in your inbox instantly. And if it says photo not available or if it's the Google Street View or anything, I mean, they're just, just going to, again, swiping. They just right. swipe it right out of there.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> the dating app that yep, you exactly. mentioned you earlier. Know, kinda, yeah, I liken similar. it
2: to the old newspaper. Um, you know, when, when people used to, that was their only source of finding real estate, they would be going through the newspaper ads just looking for a reason to cross them off. Mm. Right? And it's the same thing now. It's just um, swiping it off your phone, delete, 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 mm. because nope, this one doesn't interest me. Mm. So we we tell our sellers, give us 24 to 48 hours from the time that we have had photos taken to make sure that we have everything together so that we can make the perfect launch for your property, um, because that is what we need.
1: Plan okay. it out. Yep. Planned yes. Out. agreed okay yeah, so it's okay to wait a couple of days for your on sale oh, absolutely. to get everything in place
2: absolutely okay. okay it's far better to wait 24 or 48 hours than to not have it come off perfectly
1: yeah. excellent well, once thank
0: somebody's you. dismissed you there's no going back
2: right
1: mm. right thank you that's great
2: you bet any other questions
1: not at the moment, but I'm sure I will. I'm sure some. you <laughs> will, too.
2: You always have a way of coming up with questions. Oh, yeah. Um, so one other quick question um, before I think we should probably take a quick break, and that is about lighting. When you show up to take photos of a home, do you want the sellers to have the lights on in the home? Um you know, I've, I've always heard that lighting is crucial to photography. Um, so what suggestions can you give to the homeowners regarding lighting?
0: I I think it is crucial. And I think that, that, that having all the lights on, I mean, for, especially for real estate is, is, is mandatory. And so I would, the advice I would give is, is to go through ahead of time and, (laughs) Turn on all of your lights. Make sure all of your light bulbs work. If you don't, if you have some that are out, change your light bulbs, including the lamps, right. I, I, not just the overheads, but also the lamps, because I think that a, a lamp that's turned off in a photograph just is not a good look. And so, and also, you want your house to seem bright. Even, you know, some houses aren't that bright, mm-hmm. and so you want them to be bright, not artificially, but but kind of naturally. And so, so I think interior lighting is is works for that very well and another thing is is go around and turn on all your lights and I, I, some for some reason people have become blind to this but lights have different colors now mm-hmm. and so you have you have daylight and you have bright white and you have war all that stuff just make them all the same like i don't i don't really care which color they are i mean i have my own preference but in the end it doesn't matter as long as they're all the same and sadly right. i've kind of had to just get over it but but really it, it, it there was a time when it was a a real pet peeve of mine and i would even carry light bulbs with me and really I, I had to just stop because i was gonna two. say you'd be you spending you four and five hours at... you can't keep up with them no you can't so, but, but yeah so keep that in mind and 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 just go through and just you know the day before or whatever not not right before but the day before turn on all your lights make sure they're all already in especially your lamps.
2: Okay. That's that's great. I hadn't even thought about the fact that that daylight versus the warm light um, in one photo um, can be conflicting.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a little bit challenging to deal with on the back end.
2: Well, and I was going to say, from a photographer's eye, I can see how that would be disconcerting. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Chris, <laughs> I am guilty of that. I picture my bathroom oh, vanity. No. I've got eight bulbs up there, and <laughs> there's probably three different ones. Three di- Shame on you. There's a warm, a cool... <laughs> Shame whatever. on you. Be a fit, you. though. I thought backstory. better of you. I thought better of you. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. I know what you're going to spend the rest of this afternoon doing, right? Shopping for labels.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's great. Oh. Oh. So before uh, before we take a break, Chris, tell our listeners again how they can reach
0: you at uh, sellingimage.com or at 661 525 3025
2: perfect. Stay tuned because we've got a lot more to cover in this episode. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back. It's no fun missing out on the home you love or having to settle for something less just because you couldn't sell your own home quickly. I'm Barbara Corcoran. I've worked with thousands of successful real estate agents. Let me help you choose the right agent so this doesn't happen to you. If you're buying or selling in Bakersfield, call Lori McCarty because she offers an immediate cash offer and can help you find great homes before they hit the market. Partner with the right agent. Go to TheMcCartyGroup.com and start packing.
1: You're listening to KNZR 1560 AM, 97.7 FM and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review featuring our host, Lori McCarty of The McCarty Group. For all your real estate questions, call Lori at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or go online to themccartygroup.com. You can also follow Lori on social media. For Facebook, follow her at The McCarty Group or on Instagram at Lori underscore McCarty. And to keep up with all the real estate news in Kern County, you can follow this show on Facebook and Instagram at The the Kern County Real Estate Review. There you can also submit questions you'd like Lori to answer on air or suggest topics you'd like her to cover on Sunday mornings. And today we're visiting this morning with Chris O'Donnell of Selling Image Bakersfield. Now Chris, tell our listeners again how they can get in touch with you.
0: It's easy at uh, sellingimage.com or you can text or call at 661-525-3025.
2: And as much as I would love for everybody to call him, don't call him because I need him. I'm kidding. Um, No. I. We've got plenty of room. Okay. Okay. As long as you promise to hire more people so you can keep doing my stuff. Okay. All right. Great. Uh, So before we took a break, we were talking about lighting and how critical it is for the homes. Um, And I think you gave our homeowners some great tips about um, making sure you have consistent type of lighting in terms of daylight, warm light, cool um, light, et cetera. Um, but speaking of lighting, tell us, does the time of day matter for the photo shoots?
0: Not as much as people think. Okay. You know, with uh, technology, again, it uh, it's, it's easy for me to change things. So, you know, it's more important that it be an even light than okay. anything. And so, you know, a lot of people think that the early morning or, or evening is, is better a lot. But for real estate, you know, you, you're you after something different, you know. And so we really want, want the house to be really evenly lit. And, and nicely lit, but I can manipulate that, you know, I can manipulate the tones and stuff like that to accurately portray the colors. And so it doesn't really matter so much anymore.
2: That's great to know, because I remember years and years ago, um, photographers would ask me, okay, what direction does the house face? And we need, therefore, we need to shoot it at this time of the day. Versus that time of day, so I'm guessing time of day doesn't really even matter that much, right? Not, not or not particularly. uh, Or rather, the direction the house faces doesn't matter.
0: Not, not particularly. Earlier in the day and later in the day, it plays a bit more the part in it, you know, because you get the sun behind the lens or in front of the lens, and so and when it's low on the horizon, it can it can play into it. But again, you know, we have ways that we can we can deal with that, even down to just literally putting our hand in front of the lens and blocking the sun out of it oh. and, then, and then just taking it out so technical and, and, exactly very technical <laughs> and uh and so i see graham's hand even if i don't see him for a week in person i see his hand almost every day <laughs> so. that's great
2: oh um any other tips or tricks regarding lighting
0: you know, no, actually no. I mean, I, I hate to just give a flat no on the radio, but No, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm going to I'll just say just say no. All right. <laughs> no, great. I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward, pretty simple.
2: Okay. So, I also have some clients that are uber concerned about their privacy during the process of selling a home. Now, f- these clients that that might require a little more privacy, is it common that photos are not being taken of the interior of like closets or garages or sheds.
0: You know, from what i what I found, the things that, that people don't want photos of are are less about the, the space and more about the item. So mm-hmm. safes would right. be the biggest. And so just it's not even something you need to say to me. Like I'm a, I'm if I can at all avoid it, I'm not I'm gonna avoid a safe. I'm gonna okay. avoid guns. Okay. Um I'm gonna avoid jewelry i mm-hmm. i was trying to think if if jewelry's ever been but either way if i see a bunch of jewelry out i'm not going to take pictures of it i don't take pictures of pictures so people's pictures of their family like they may be in the picture but it's not going to be the picture the focal and point so mm-hmm. so if that's something you're sensitive about you should probably remove it beforehand mm-hmm. but but it's not something that's going to be a highlight of the photo so okay so don't worry about it And but as far as closets and garages go, usually we don't take pictures of them just because that's where people stash their stuff. Right. And so, but
2: and generally those aren't highlights or features necessarily
0: of the home. It has to be a pretty nice house.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, for somebody that has the you know closet that's the size of a room, exactly. Right. yeah, now that might be something we do, or the eight car garage, right? Exactly. Okay.
0: But no, we're always sensitive about about safes and and, and jewelry and, and things of that sort. You know. okay. and of course I'd recommend putting away any, any well, jewelry or guns or anything like that before we arrive.
2: Well and and that all of that sounds common sense, but you know what they say, sometimes common sense isn't so common, right? Oh well, we've seen it. So <laughs> um, so just like in, in the industry, right? they are always good and bad experienced and inexperienced photographers, right? So, what are some ways that sellers or agents can distinguish between the two? I mean, aside from just calling
0: you, right? And then they know they have a. <laughs> well, good they know one. they know. Then they're set. But <laughs> uh, No, I would. You know, of course, all of the photographers in Bakersfield are excellent. But oh, uh, of but, course, they are. You know, I mean, I think there's there's rules, I guess that that you try and and follow and and those rules they they're not just things that are arbitrarily come up with you know they're they're things that make people feel a certain way when they look at a photo and so i think that i think i mean if if you're a realtor and you're looking to to hire somebody you you know, you could just look at a bunch of different listings and and you're going to see pretty quickly if you were to print out, you know, five photos from each listing and put them all side by side, I think you could get a room of people together and they're all going to pretty well agree on the same, you know, probably the same same person or the same couple people or something like that. And so I, I think, you know, straight lines are important, I mm-hmm. guess would be one thing, mm-hmm. either if it's the vertical should always be straight Even lighting for real estate, very even lighting is always important. Um, But, you know, you're going to look at these things and it's going to come down to a personal preference. Because like I said, and I'm not, I don't, I don't mean it jokingly. I I do mean it. Most of the professional real estate photographers in Bakersfield are really good. And so I I think really it's going to come down to it. You're going to look at them and you're going to pick the one you like the best.
2: So I would also say that um, a lot of that is also going to depend on personality Right, who you get along with the best. Um, I think that there are some that I have seen that um, I don't know if it's the lenses that they use or not, but some their photos just dis- are distorted
0: a little bit. As you get into there. There are some wide angle lenses being, yeah, that are, that can distort things. Right. And so you end up with a TV that's eight feet wide or a Mm -hmm. couch that's 30 feet long or a ceiling fan that, or a square room that looks trapezoidal.
2: Absolutely. And And that can be, that can be off-putting to some buyers.
0: It can. Yeah. It's, it's, and it, it goes back to the subconscious thing. You know, the, when a person looks at a photo and they, they don't know what's what they think is wrong with it i mean everything by the color all that stuff could be great the house could be well furnished all that stuff but there's just something about it that's weird Mm -hmm. and 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 so that kind of plays into that and so when you start distorting out you know when a kitchen or when a a refrigerator is giant you know half the size of the room then something's wrong and the person doesn't know right something's wrong right and they just know they don't like it anymore and so it's something to be careful with
2: right i would agree um so um then i also wanted to ask you um because i think those are some great things to look out for um once you take photos of a home um do you do you have to touch them up in any way do you have to um or they pretty much is that it
0: it's they're they're all touched up yeah. okay no it's all and and, and anymore I, that's almost that's what i do in the business now is is not all but a lot of the post-processing and so graham goes out and and photographs the house and it's not to say you can't get a great image of a house in camera but you know we like to be able to to take a picture of a room and be able to see outside you know mm-hmm. to see outside the mm-hmm. windows and and cameras, as is, is good as they come, the very nicest camera still can't capture that dyna- it's dynamic range is what it's called in one photo. It's just it's just not possible. Okay. And so when you have a room that's even pretty decently lit, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to see what's outside on a bright sunny day because it's just going to be too bright. It's just going to be blown out. And so – you know we take a photo and we blend i we use a a, a technique that where we blend multiple ambient or just natural light exposures together other people use flashes um, okay. to to do it and so you know but either either way you look at it you're taking multiple exposures and putting them together to get the full dynamic range of the room
2: okay so that's pretty interesting i had it's no idea it's very technical and kind no, of boring but <laughs> no not to me i think it's actually very Interesting. I had no idea. Now I now I feel better about the pictures I take versus the pictures you take. Okay. Yeah. So
0: every every picture we take is five pictures. So okay. The camera clicks five times for every okay. one frame that we. So use.
2: that's why you are able. That's why in your photos I'm able to see outside, whereas yeah. when I take pictures at my house, I'm not able to do that. Right. Because exactly. Yeah, okay. Because
0: the camera just can't take that in, much information in at one time makes
2: me feel so much better yay yay i'm not (laughs) as terrible of a photographer as i thought i was yay (laughs) um that's great that's great to know um so talk to us a little bit about twilight
0: photos what goes into making those dreamy sunset photos oh i love twilight photos Mm -hmm. Um, the time of day right now it's it seems very popular and we do them too and i'm happy to do them for anybody that that Mm -hmm. wants them but this, it's a, I call it a fake twilight. It's a, a day to evening conversion. So it's basically a picture taken during the day that is just tweaked in Photoshop to make it look arguably like it's taken at twilight. Okay. Um, I, you know, for me, it's not particularly my thing I'm again I'm happy to do them and uh, but a, a, a real Twilight photo is just it can be really a magical thing like right I don't I don't so much care for taking them, shooting them because it's the way we do things is kind of it makes it kind of boring because you don't get a great picture in camera mm-hmm. I mean you can but it, we don't because we're trying to get as much information as possible and so taking it's kind of boring but then I love processing Twilight photos like it's just really becomes' it's, to see the before and after is, is a lot of fun for me. I get a lot of pleasure from it.
2: And by that, you mean the true Twilights, not the Photoshop
0: Twilights. True Twilights, right? yeah. No, I I, I can do a, a fake Twilight as fast as I can do a real Twilight in Photoshop. Sometimes I'll even spend more time on the real ones just because it's such a nicer product when it's finished. And uh, no, I spend sometimes on a really nice house, on a really you know, really well-lit, nice Nice home. I, I'll just sometimes I'll just spend way too much time. I'll spend an hour on a photo. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I I like I like doing it. Well,
2: that's because you love your
0: craft. It's fun. It's neat. It's 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 fun.
2: Well, you know those twilight photos really do get buyers excited, um, and as a photographer, you guys are great. Whether you whether it's a true twilight or it is a Photoshop twilight, you are great at creating those enticing photos that that tug at our heartstrings that create those emotions for all of us i
0: think they really do twilight particularly yeah.
2: they they really do so do you think that photographers in general ever take it too far by enhancing photos in in too many ways
0: well i think you definitely can i think i, I mean, well especially like when it comes to say you know houses that where you're fixing paint and stuff uh. like that, I think I mean you have rules regarding yeah. that in, yeah. your, in your profession that, yeah. that I think a professional photographer needs to be mindful of because right. it's easy for me to see you know something on a wall or something and and I can fix a lot of things very quickly in my computer and so you know there could be as much as a hole in the wall that it, in five seconds I can make go away. But I think that, that you know, you get into a kind of a weird area there and especially for you where you've got licensing issues right. about that. Right. And so right. so you don't wanna you don't wanna misrepresent a house because you know I mean, just from a practical standpoint, not to mention the other problems with it, is you'll get people that come and, and get mad about it. Like if somebody Absolutely. sees a perfect house on the internet and then they show up to a house that's less than perfect, mm-hmm. there's gonna be a negative reaction to that. And I don't think that as a seller, if I were me, I would want anybody having any negative emotion towards my house.
2: No, not at all. That's one of the, the issues that, you know, as you know with all of our vacant homes, we have you digitally stage them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that people can see the what if, right? Yeah, and
0: I yeah, I think that's and I think that's I to me that's very acceptable. I, I think even I don't think turning dirt into is necessarily but but like turning brown grass green because you put some water on it it's going to turn green you put right. furniture in a house when you look at a house it's not going to be that furniture in there when you move into no, it so it's I, not. I think that that's all very um very and acceptable. of course
2: we always disclose that the property has been digitally staged Yeah, naturally. um but there have been a couple of times that because you've done such a fantastic job digitally staging the property that when buyers got to the home because they had the image of the digital (laughs) staging in their mind when they walked in and it wasn't there that they've said oh it it's not quite what i thought it was Um, and so you do have to be very careful when you're
0: when you're doing that you know we try and match stylistically but but i mean you can't find digital furniture that's not really nice right it's hard to find 30 year old digital furniture (laughs) i get it i get it and you know so yeah there's a lot of that to take into consideration but yeah
2: so tell me out of all the photos that you take of the properties um which photo do you think is the most critical uh in the photo shoot is it the exterior photo is it kitchens
0: you i mean I, my, I, you probably know better than I do, but I think that the the front exterior is probably going to be the most just because that's that's the picture that everybody sees first. I mean, with rare exception. Um, everybody sees that front center exterior the very first thing they see. So I'd say that that's probably the most critical. And then after that, you know, I think that, I mean, isn't there something, there's a saying amongst realtors about that it's the kitchen, a master bedroom or something that sells a house. Yeah, so, kitchen.
2: Well, and it... It, it can vary. It's kitchen, master bedroom. It's, you know, yeah. bathrooms. It's living spaces. It just depends. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that it depends on the buyer, frankly. Well, sure. Sure. Yeah, um, yes, I think that exterior photo is critical because, as I try to tell sellers, when they drive up, that's their first experience. Yeah. That's their first exposure. So curb appeal is critical. On the other hand, if it's simply paint that we need to change, like if you have a a paint color that doesn't appeal to a particular buyer,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. well, that's easily changeable. Um, Whereas the layout inside, not so easily changeable, right? So I think it can vary depending on the buyer and what they're looking for. Yeah. So... Um, As you know, a lot of our buyers in Bakersfield have a pool on their wish list for their dream home. So what should sellers do when they have a pool so that they are prepping it so that it shows and photographs well?
0: You know, I mean, have it back to the uh, one of the first questions, have it clean. Have it clean. Clean, clean, clean. clean not yeah. green, right? Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. And then, you know, any water features, make sure that make they're sure those are in working order. Okay. And turn them on the day before because a lot of times, especially when you have the, the bigger rock uh, mm-hmm. water features, there's a bunch of dirt and gunk and leaves ah, and, and stuff to get all get that built all up clean. in there. And that all needs, you know, people, as much as I, I even personally love, like, a nice water feature with a pool. You know, after a time, you just stop using it. And so right. so a lot of people don't think about how much gunk is, is stored up in there, and so it'll ruin your pool if you turn it on right before the photographer Oh, I didn't up. even think about that. And so turn it on the day before or even before, really. I mean, depending on how big it is, I guess. Super.
2: Um, well, I see Adelaide giving me the sign over there that it's time to wrap up today's show. But I do have one last question. Uh-oh. So 67% <laughs> of U.S. households own a pet. Okay, what should our homeowners do with their furry friends when you come to
0: photograph their house? Well, if, the... if they're nice, they should bring them out and let me pet them. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so that would probably be the first thing to do. <laughs> I, I, I do love meeting uh, meeting homeowners' dogs, but uh, but other than that, um, unfortunately, you have to hide them. Okay, like hide hide pretty much everything about you know, about pet, having. Unfortunately, a pet. yeah. As much as I do love like having cats follow me around while I'm shooting and and meeting homeowners dogs and stuff like that unfortunately we just need to hide all that stuff right and um we need to hide the bowls the bowls the toys the beds um perfect
2: you know it's always such a pleasure to visit with you I can't believe how quickly the hour went by But I really thank you for coming on the show again a second
0: time. Oh, thank you. It's an opportunity for me, so I really appreciate it. Good. Tell everybody again how they can reach you. It's uh, sellingimage.com, and there's a contact form on there you can click on. Or you can call or text at 661-525-3025. And the site for the homeowners for tips? Homeowners.sellingimage.com.
2: I hope all of you wrote that down. If not, I'll make sure that we put it on our social media site um, so that they can also get it there. Yeah, that's great. Um, Anybody can use it. Yeah, perfect. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening this morning and wish you and yours a wonderful rest of the day and a fantastic week ahead. Hopefully, we've given you some fantastic knowledge about this great topic and provided a little more clarity into the world of real estate, and photographing it. I know Adelaide and I both look forward to visiting with you again next Sunday at 8 a.m. just before Sean Hannity, who's coming up next. And if by chance you missed an episode of the show or know someone who should be hearing this information, but who just doesn't get up quite early enough on a Sunday morning, no worries, we've got you covered. You can now hear this episode and others wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Kern County Real Estate Review and you can listen over and over. Or you can go to themccartigroup.com where you can listen to the episodes there as well. This is Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group of Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors and your host of the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll see you next week.